Welcome to another episode of the Bleeding Metal Podcast. My name is Pia, she, her, and as always, I'm here with my lovely co-host. Kiki, hi everyone. Hello. Um, and as we already told you in our previous episode, uh, we are really, really happy that we can talk to Xandria today. And um, we are here with Marco. Hello, Marco. Hello. Thanks and for having us. <laughs> and with Ambre. Ambre is right, right? Yeah. Yes, Ambre. <laughs> Hello. We wanted to talk to you, of course, about the new album, The Wonder Still Waiting, and also about the topic of reinventing in general. Um, the Wonder Still Waiting will be out or is out uh, since February the 3rd, and it's your first album since 2017. At least for the fans, the band seemed to be on hold since, I don't know, late 2017 or early 2018, something like that, um, until past year in May, I think, when you started your social media activities again. What happened in this time period? Mm -hmm. This thing called Xandria just needed a break for some time and mm -hmm. uh, just to breathe and rethink everything. And then at some point, um, I decided that I... I need to make a new start because I, I had new ideas, but I like for, for new music. Um, but I felt like it needs a completely new environment to be able to really yeah, do what I want to do with it. Mm -hmm. So and that, of course, took a little bit longer. And then the pandemic hit us all. And then it took even longer. Uh, but yeah, now we are back. Finally. Yeah, and I think um, The Wonder Still Waiting is a really cool album for a comeback because to me it sounds like there are a lot of the typical Xandria trademarks, but still you added especially Amber's vocals and uh, vocal skills to it and uh, also made it more metal than the albums before. So there is less orchestra and choir, but more focus on the metal instruments. Or how would you describe the sound of The Wonder Still Waiting? Yeah, that, that's an interesting um, view on it. Um, for us, we we were thinking it's a lot of orchestra and choirs and even more than we had in the past, mm -hmm. um, but also more metal, probably. Um, it actually, it felt like it. Um, I have to say that there was no, not really a plan. Like we, we uh, want to make it bigger in that or we want to do more of that. Um, We wanted just to be diverse in any case, and the rest kind of just happened that way. And um, but uh, when when the songwriting was was proceeding, it just felt like it, it needed um, like all those things again. Of course, like orchestral arrangements and choir, and we found really really great opportunities to. Um, bring those to life by for example the 
the guy who did the orchestral arrangements, uh, his name is Lukas Knöbel, and he is um, a film score composer, even for big Hollywood movies like uh, Moonfall of Roland Emmerich. He was working on the soundtrack for and also some others. And this is giving the new album this this whole new, or let's say this even um, improved soundtrack dimension. And this is what we wanted to do to combine um, metal with with film scores. This is basically it. Of course, there's so much more to it, but um, <laughs> yeah, let's put it like that for now. <laughs> okay. Um, and of course, what's also new well you had that on the very first albums but now there are a lot of growls and harsh vocals that um, are mostly by you Amber. and we mm -hmm. discussed um, this topic already before um, that there are so many especially women in metal and metalcore who can basically do it all and you are able to do this operatic vocal style but also the very harsh growls and stuff like that so um, first of all that's amazing and um, thank you <laughs> how do you see that is that for you a challenge that you said oh i want to be able to do that all or is it also maybe a kind of pressure from the outside that um there are also thoughts like well if i want to do this in a band i need to do that all how was that for you how do you feel about that hmm, that's an interesting question um i before i even joined xandria or even was close to any kind of music business i, I was Uh, screaming in my bedroom as a teenager i learned it on my own and i was inspired by of course metal singers that i liked like the singer of amorphis and things like this um i always love to learn and develop um techniques to change the color to see what is is possible to do with the voice um so i always liked it uh, i loved operatic vocals already also back then um Anything that can make it sound diverse and big and, um, yeah, to add colors and different expression in the songs, I was always interested and tried to learn it on my own. Later, I developed it with vocal coaches, but yeah, so I didn't feel any pressure actually. And it came quite natural in the songs now on the new album that those things will be incorporated in because Marco was also more free to write a little bit more heavy things, uh, having a more diverse voice. So everything was coming together quite naturally that some parts were ideal for screams and growls. So we were like, okay, this is pretty obvious what we have to do here. And of course we like it, both of us, from our influences and the metal genre that we like death metal melodic death metal so yeah came on as quite naturally <laughs> yeah cool <laughs> um, yeah i i wanted to do so much more on this new album and almost bringing so much more to it and so it was for me like 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 a jackpot you know because Aww. it just fits together yeah. <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah cool um for me i like death metal a lot so um of course i <laughs> like the screams and growls in it <laughs> but, right. also, but it also felt like a bit like um coming home to the to the classical symphonic metal style because uh, we discussed this before kiki and i because there are so many bands with prog influences they do the gent style on the guitar and that was kind of a discussion that we had because i thought well this is 
this makes me feel comfortable because I know it so well from from my past, so to speak. <laughs> mm. And Kiki, you yeah. have some different thoughts on that. Yes, it's a very good combination of all uh, the history of Xandria, I think. Even the what you were already mentioning, the growls, uh, there were they were there. In the very beginning of Xandria, there was a little bit of uh, growls that Lisa used to do as well. And now it all seems to be coming together again to these for this new era of the band. It's quite interesting that you say that because uh, you cannot hear Lisa growling on any of the albums. She did it in one part live. Um, there was one, one song or two. Ah, no, now that I think there was a little part on one album too. I almost forgot about it. <laughs> because it's an album, yeah. Because it's an album, I almost never have in mind anymore. Um, I know it's yeah, it, it, Snow White, but I'm not sure if it's only the live version that uh, contains yeah, the growls. Yeah, yeah, that was the live version, and there's also um, the song Firestorm on the Salome album that has a, a, right. a, a little part. Uh, it, I really just remembered it again, um, but it was such a little part, you know. It was more a gimmick, and now it's it's a, it's a real element we use. So I think this is actually quite a difference because it's um, um, yeah, and more in half of the songs, maybe almost all of the songs, you hear growls from Armour now, and um, we incorporated it really um, as an ingredient now. While back then it was like one gimmick, mm. <laughs> and this, this was something I, I really loved because. Um, I, I listened to death metal from from the early 90s I started and um, so I always loved that I loved the I loved the energy um, uh, the the aggression I mean not that I'm a fan of aggression in general but you know, <laughs> so, but you know sometimes in, in, in music you want to express feelings like anger or frustration and um, and for that, um, it's good if you can express it in a, in a very intense way like that. And that was really great to have on the new album. Like on the last album, when we had Bjorn from Soulwork sing this We Are Murderers, We All line, which was supposed mm -hmm. to sound that intense, that aggressive, um, because of what's behind the lyrics. And we have quite a few things to say on the new album, too, which just demand a little bit more intensity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's talk about the lyrics or the the topic, because the whole album leaves me behind with very positive thoughts, even though there are lyrics that uh, also criticize society and how we as humans treat our planet Earth. But mm -hmm. um, also the title, uh, The Wonders Still Awaiting, that's a positive thing. So um, it's like looking in the future with also dignity but also like yeah there are pr problems to be solved but we will be able to do it somehow so um was this your intention or is it only my interpretation <laughs> mm. yeah i i get the feeling um that it maybe sounds a bit too hopeful because uh, we meant it more in a way like um there are wonders awaiting but we need to do something that we can still experience them because right now we are not on the path there mm -hmm. as mankind. We, um, and I'm talking about wonders, of course, not in a religious sense or spiritual or whatever you like to call this, but more like the wonders that we, the positive things that mankind achieved and the positive things that we can experience in life, like the wonders of nature, 
the wonders of uh, creativity, of art, of um, of technology, if it's used in a good way, you know, these kind of things. Um, uh, like millions of people on the planet were sitting in front of the TV in the end of the 60s when people were setting their foot on the moon for the first time. These kind of moments that... Um, that mankind has achieved. Of course, we have all the negative things also, but um, uh, this is what, what I mean with wonders here. And we are a little bit on a way to a future in which we might not be able to, to experience uh, these wonders that might be coming still because uh, we, we just ruin it. We destroy the planet and um, also um, I had the feeling that that um, mankind was on a way to also develop or evolve in societies, you know, with uh, more and more parts of the world becoming democratic, mm-hmm. um, becoming um, people can be free to be what they want to be, to say what they want to say, to love who they want to love, to, you know, um, pluralism, diversity, the things that enrich our society, that enrich mankind. And now there are so many movements in the world that try to push that back, like these um, mm. far right-wing conservative movements. Uh, it feels like they want to take that away from mankind, like going back to medieval times. And this will prevent us from, from experiencing uh, more of those wonders in the future. So it's, it's actually, it's also part of warning to say like, okay, uh, there might be wonders still awaiting, but we also need to stand up for it to, to, to fight for, for the positive things. Otherwise mm-hmm. they will not come. It's not just, okay, sit back and hope for it. That will not work anymore. Mm. You were so close to destroying the album for me. So thank you for <laughs> the last <laughs> words that you just <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a very direct question to to one song, to our stories I remember. Is that a farewell song for the former members? No, no, it's not. It's about um, someone in my family who died. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's a song about loss and to remember the stories that you have been told by that person and uh, just keep them in mind because that's the only way this person can still be alive for you in mm-hmm. your heart. So sorry for your loss. Yeah. Thank you. I think that's a very nice way of dealing with those emotions as well, though, to make music, make something beautiful, like uh, that ballad out of the grief that Mm. um, you must have felt. And I think that might be a good way to move a little towards uh, the topic of today and a little bit away from the album, Mm -hmm. because a new beginning and every reinvention has to come with that as well, right? Acknowledging all of the things that we have learned so far, all of the experiences we have uh, gained before we can um, start something new or, or, or elsewhere or just, you know, reinventing uh, the band as it's uh, in itself must have come as well with a lot of emotions and uh, all of the, the processes that you were describing in the beginning too. Of course, um, I feel gratitude also because there were a lot of uh, musicians, of persons, uh, people in, in this band, um, and they all made it what it, what it was. Uh, we had good times together, we had bad times together, and we shared a lot of stories, of course. Um, 
Yeah, but it's not the topic of this song and, and not really of any of the songs, actually. It's true that um, this, this final decision to part ways with uh, especially the long-time members, uh, Philip and Gerrit, who were the only ones that were like still like in this discussion at the time when we talked about the future, um, because Stephen was already uh, in Orden Ogan. He, he, um, we, we, it was just not uh, made public that he, he left Xander already at that point. Um, but Philip and Gerrit, of course, they were there since the debut album. And of course, we, we shared a long, long way. And um, of course, there's also a personal relationship between us. Um, so that made it very difficult because um, you can realize that as an artist, you, you need to do um, a step like that. You need to, to do your own thing because somehow it doesn't really work together on an artist level anymore, even if you respect and like each other as persons. Um, this is a bit hard. It, it was not easy. I have to say that's... This, you are completely right there. It was not an easy decision. It was, um, I think, for, for us all, it was quite hard. But the, unfortunately, sometimes we are in situations in life in which we just need a change. And it often comes with, um, with something we lose at the same time. Um, it's never just black or white. It's never just right or wrong. It's often the right thing comes with a little bit of wrong and that this is always connected with pain then of course but it's a decision that sometimes has to be made to um yeah get into a different situation in which you can follow your dream better than you could before and uh when you look back then after and um, you have overcome the initial pain of it, um, and it feels right, then you know it was the right decision. When, um, when you think like, okay, actually, I'm, I'm able to do much more what I want to do now. So, and this is the case definitely now for me. Mm. For yes. sure. And, and then you can move forward, right? And welcome all of these new aspects of uh, a new phase and all of these new people. Um, can we talk a little bit about how you met Ombre and uh, the new members of the band and how you started to put it uh, together to, to start this new beginning finally? Yeah, sure. There's, there's one big difference. Ombre was there from the beginning. And um, so let's say like a few years ago, like at the time when I started thinking about new ideas for Xandria. And uh, the other members, um, Taki on the drums, Tim on the bass, and Rob on the guitars, they were um, joining when the songwriting process was, was actually almost over, when it was finished. And when Ombre and me both, who were going through this process to the, of, of creating it uh, together, um, were at a point when we were thinking, okay, that that's, feels really good what we have here. So now let's think of the next step, like what, what we want to do with it. Because it was not always clear from the start. We were just toying around with song ideas and uh, um, try her um, wonderful voice on it, like all the, the options, the opportunities of the different 
styles that, that she can come up with and um uh, which I knew that she could do because we were working on a, another project before, right at that time. And when I was having the first ideas for some new Xandria songs, it was like um, she was right in front of my nose, so to say, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so the, I had her voice in my mind already. And then I had these new song ideas and, and it was okay. It, it was just one plus one makes two. It's just um, uh, came together naturally at that time. Because she she brought all of that these things that I wanted to to have in the future Oxandria songs the and the other guys yeah that was a little bit a mixture of um, asking um, like friends and other musicians and in, in the um, uh, yeah in our surrounding people that are new if they know someone who knows someone who knows someone who could possibly be up for for joining this band and. Uh, that worked out very well. We we just had a rehearsal like um, um, in the last days for for the shows, and it was so great to meet them again since the last time when we met when we we were shooting the last video. And it's it's always so much joy we have together. It was it's really really great how it came all together. Yeah, cool. Yeah, as you just said, it's always necessary to leave something behind when you when you're reinventing yourself or your band or whatever so um mm. Ambra, how about you can you think about a moment where you reinvented i don't know yourself because you moved uh, to another place or um i don't know a situation where you say well there i had to define myself anew somehow the only way i i can think of is more the the negative things that that you have inside from yeah from from negative um, experiences and that doesn't let you grow or evolve or be the person you want to be. So, yeah, of course, it's it's a lot of 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 work on on myself over the years and to finally reach a point where I am more relaxed and happier and yeah, and the rest, like you said, it's it's I'm also putting it in the lyrics that that kind of. Um, Yeah, all the, the song is called Scars for a reason. Uh, it's about those things and that you, yeah, you might still deal with those things even though you are trying. So it, it's not that easy. But um, yeah, I think person, personal wise, um, definitely I had to, yeah, try to focus and, and be better uh, from bad experiences like everybody, right? We all had... Uh, We all have our scars and, and bad experience in the past. It started already in school very, very young and it doesn't leave us. So yeah, we have to do something about it. Mm. Yeah, sure. And it's um, it's a cool thing that as a musician, you can um, you can kind of heal these scars or the wounds at least through music. And for us as the listeners, um, many of us can also kind of relate to some lyrics so that that is also part of healing for other people. Yes, absolutely. It's it's a healthy way of 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 um talking about it, I think, and sharing. It it's not too invasive. You you can choose how much you want to say and how you're gonna say it. And you can decide to yeah open yourself or, or not so much. Uh, it, that is the tricky part. 
um, because I, I did felt a little bit vulnerable when writing scars and a little bit scared, of course, when, when you start digging in the past, uh, it's, it's a little bit scary, but, um, yeah, in the end, I did feel a little bit lighter. It's true. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> um, Marco, how about you? Um, did you have another moment in your life where you had to, I don't know, uh, define yourself in you or where you think, well, I moved a very huge step from who I was before and I kind of reinvented myself personally? Mm. No, there's, there's, there's not really one moment coming to my mind. I think we always evolve. And uh, I, I, when I'm looking back to myself 20 years ago, I see for sure things that are different. Uh, but there was not really one point that, that made the difference for me. It's, it's, it's a lot of steps, of course. And uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's simple things sometimes when, when you have to move from uh from from another city to the city you live in now um you give up um friendships maybe um there are people that you cannot see every week uh where you used to meet in the pub you know every wednesday night stuff like that um i think many people know this kind of thing this is also what i can think about now that that those um those decisions um, to to change something, you always have to leave something behind, like uh, like when you move to another town, for example. Yes. I, I know it's maybe not not that <laughs> not that um, deep not that as philosophical. you, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm. I think the biggest changes were actually um, it's the typical phases in life when when you are a teenager, but this is. This is just what, what everyone goes through. I, I share quite some experiences um, um, with, with Ombre, like like um, uh, from, from school time. I, I don't have the best memories um, from that time. Um, still sometimes struggling to leave that behind or to, to um, overcome certain things that, that block me from doing things the way I want to actually do them. And it's um, actually never really leaving you you can just try to get conscious about it and writing music, writing songs about it is, is a way of doing that. Definitely. Mm. I think we had this in a previous episode of the podcast with Laura from the Tex Avery syndrome, who said, I cannot change what was done to me. I, but I'm able to change the way how I look at that. And I think that's very beautiful to think about it. Kiki, do you have any questions left for Xandria? What's your vision for this new era of Xandria? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see um, that you might wonder that the band is coming back after such a long time. So what's um, what's the plan there? But yeah. yeah, in a way, we just wanted to get this music out first and then see what, what will happen. Um, so this album... Um, um, yeah, it's about to be released, or I don't know when, when we are having this stream now, what we are recording right now, uh, it might be released already. Um, and then we, we just see um, what will happen because of that. Of course, we want to do a lot 
of those things that we did in the past with the band, like um, touring around the world, because these are wonderful experiences to to meet all the people that that are connected with us through the music, um, to to see other places, uh, to to um, get to know cultures all around the world. This is something that I always loved about being in Xandria, that that we um, were traveling a lot to meet other people everywhere this is the best way of getting rid of prejudices that that you carry around maybe you know people who stay uh, in their little town all their life without seeing the world um, might have a lot of prejudices about people in other parts of the world and that meeting those people is the, the best way of um, getting to know that we are all the actually basically the same we are we are all people we all have our dreams we all have our feelings we just want to be respected we want to be happy and that's really 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 um a valuable experience and and um um i want to have that again for everyone in the band for the new members especially to um for them to have this, these opportunities also so yeah, it's it comes down to touring the world again. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> Emre, what are your plans? Also, um, conquering the world with a band. Yeah, I would love this. I would love to tour a lot. I really enjoy uh, the experience. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So, um, thank you so much for your time. And people out there, um, listen to the. To the new Xandria album, The Wonders Still Waiting. I think when this episode is out, the album is already out. This was really, really great, really great to talk to you both and to uh, know what's been happening behind the scenes. And um, wish you the best with the new album. Hope to see you live around. And uh, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you a lot too. Thank lovely. you for your support. Thank you. Thanks. Marco and Amra had to leave us because they had other interviews and we didn't have more time to talk so um what i am very thrilled to know kiki is when did you reinvent yourself i think who listens to our podcast knows some facts about you you moved from ecuador to germany so if that's not a reinvention <laughs> i don't know <laughs> an opportunity to reinvent yourself that's true yeah. i had never looked at it that way actually because i It was always in my, not always, but I guess it was in my plans since the very first time I came to Germany when I was 15 as an exchange student. It was just another chapter of my life. Of course, the reinvention now uh, makes sense. <laughs> I was meeting uh, new people and they were getting to know me. And I guess I, I don't know, I could have become a completely different person if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I did. <laughs> In terms of an intentional reinvention, the experience of reinventing myself uh, was intentional, I guess, when I started working freelance. Mm -hmm. And I had to uh, do all of this uh, networking and and present myself as this new person that maybe due to, you know, imposter syndrome, insecurities, I don't know, I, maybe I wasn't completely 
convinced I was, you know, this businesswoman and uh, going out there to uh, more or less sell my skills. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was one of my reinventions. But thinking about uh, my whole life, um, I think every every few years. We learn so much all the time that uh, we reinvent ourselves on a regular basis, I would say. I just turned 35 and I remembered this whole thing about the cells in your body um, regenerate completely like every seven years. Mm -hmm. So right now you are listening to a brand new Kiki. <laughs> <laughs> The fifth version of a completely uh, new uh, cellular kiki. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm speaking bullshit, but <laughs> yes, I think we we start new phases of our of our lives of ourselves all the time when we when we keep growing, when we keep learning, or when at least when we have that as a as um as something that we like to do. I like to keep learning new things and new languages and meeting new people and learning from these people that I meet. So I think I am constantly reinventing myself, maybe. I don't know. How about you? <laughs> I can think about three um, moments or three times that I reinvented myself because uh, the first time was when I moved from Hamburg to Leipzig. Um, mm -hmm. I had a completely Uh, change of my lifestyle because in Hamburg I just continued doing what I did when I was in when I was a teenager I was looking for parties and listened to metal went to concerts and stuff like that and that changed a lot when I moved to Leipzig because um, I had my gym around the corner I did eight hours of sports per week at least and I wow. was um, changing my eating habits I ate more healthy I started mm. eating paleo for quite a few years and um, all that happened right from that moment because I left everything behind in Hamburg. I didn't know anybody in Leipzig or one person uh, just a little bit and that was it. And so I had to go out there, find new people um, and yeah, that led to, uh, I was able to focus on myself more. And I took that as a chance to make these changes about my life in general, my lifestyle. So that was something that was um, a big change for me. And then um, the other one was more like a, f a longer phase when I started informing myself about um, that racism still is a big problem in our society, that sexism still is a big problem in our society. And all these isms, all this discrimination that is still happening, because as a white woman, I didn't have this, um, I'm not affected by so many of these discriminations. So only by sexism and I don't know, the others, I, I was not able to see so clearly because I didn't pay attention. and. Um, I informed myself mostly through podcasts and um, people that I followed on social media who uh, talk a lot about these things. And um, that changed my whole view on discrimination and on 
how our society is built because um Marco said in the talk that we had before with Xandria that you were just listening to that um that the world changed to a better world uh, because everything uh, or because um many countries turned into democracy and stuff like that and uh, I also thought okay well that's also viewing it like we have the perfect life here kind of but to me that is not true but i i have this impression that we have the perfect life here in germany before uh, without discrimination and stuff like that but that i think only counts for a few people and uh, it took me a while to to uh, to see that and yeah then <laughs> when you when you exited happy land once then you can never go back so I think that was another reinvention for me. And of course, the third time was when I became a mother because um, I, what I do has consequences not only for me, but also for mm -hmm. my child. And it's not like when you have a partner, the partner is able to live on his or her own or on their own. And um, with a child that's different um, there, that would have so, so big consequences if something happens to me or everything that I decide or when I make bigger decisions that, yeah, that made me more uh, thoughtful maybe about the actions that I do. Right. But um, I also agree on yeah. what you said that we develop constantly. Yes. And it can take a lot of, um, a lot of pain as well as Marco was saying, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes to be able to evolve or and grow, reinvent ourselves or keep making our dreams true, like he was saying, it can it can take a lot of pain uh, to let go of the things that are limiting you. Um, it can take a bit of luck, uh, a bit of being in the right place at the right time, but. It also depends on you, on your intentions, on your willingness mm -hmm. to to keep moving forward. I feel like we can also often hear people say, when that happens, I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. Right? Like when I find a person, uh, when I when I finally start doing this or that, or when I finally do this, then I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's very dangerous because we cannot keep postponing happiness. We should find happiness and things and people to be grateful for right where we are. But at the same time, um, we should have the goal to keep growing, to be a better person, a better professional or a better um, partner or just a better human. Mm -hmm. um, You know what I mean? So it's this balance of being in the present while looking towards the future and and doing the things to reach those goals that you are seeing or want to see in your future uh, to become a reality. Mm. Yeah, that are beautiful words. <laughs> Thank you. I agree. Something else that we we're reinventing is of course this podcast or our magazine in general right yes when we started the the reinvention um 
I, I have these parallels now to, to the Xandria story um, because it's, it, the conversation just happened. <laughs> uh, we took that break because we needed it. And, but then we also still had something to say, still wanted to keep doing it. And we have never had like huge ambitions of having the podcast, I don't know, bought by a huge media company. It would be great though. Email us, um, <laughs> bleedingmetalbot at gmail.com. Um, but, or, or we've never, I don't think we've never like wanted to, uh, become millionaires because of or, or with the podcast or reach reach the whole world but we do have something to say and i think when you have something to say there is somebody out there um willing to listen to it mm -hmm. or even wanting to hear what you have to say so as long as there is that as long as we have um convictions and um, maybe things we want to share with uh, an audience, uh, we will keep doing this and we will keep uh, changing the, the, the podcast uh, or, or the format maybe. Mm -hmm. um, and so that it stays relevant and it stays, um, and it keeps making us happy as well. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, because when you see it when you look at our history we started as an online magazine not as a podcast mm -hmm. and we yeah. had a lot of um interviews video interviews that were on youtube back then or still are on still youtube are. yeah still are. and we added more stuff like lifestyle topics and so on to to this uh, to have a unique mixture and then mm, 2017 you came up with the idea of starting a podcast and then we did that and the magazine became less important because we found out that this is for us the right way to express ourselves or is it right now because that maybe also uh, evolved uh, for us and then as you just said yeah we we thought about do we want to continue like this or do we want to make changes and focus more on <laughs> i don't want to say relevant things that we have to say but in our very first episode when we started in you we said we want to be more vocal about our opinions and uh, the things that are important to us and i think that that is maybe the biggest change we made about the podcast because we really focus on that now and that is something that i am very happy about yeah who knows Maybe you'll see us as a TV show next time. What? <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to talk about music and games we, we like at the moment? I listened a lot to the In Flames album right now. It's the upcoming album, but I did a special episode for my other podcast. So I had the opportunity to listen to it uh, already. And um, of course, the new Xandria album and the, the new album by or I Am King, that's a Dutch band. Um, that is really, really good. It's called Crown. And it's a bit in the direction of The Ghost Inside or August Burns Red. So very heavy, but also yeah, progressive elements. And the vocalist, Ama, does really impressive vocals on that one. So it, that reminded me a bit of Will Ramos from Lorna Shore. Lorna Shore. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, if you 
if you like music like that, you should check them out. And I hope they will go on a huge Europe tour in the future so that I can see them on stage also. Yes. I have been listening to Make Them Suffer, actually. Mm -hmm. Do um, they have a new keyboard player? Yes, keyboard player and singer. Mm -hmm. I sadly do know not her name, but they already released a single a while ago with her Doom Switch. It's really good. Um, yes, nice. their songs are, are big uh, earworms. And um, I like them a lot. Um, otherwise, I have been listening to a lot of podcasts, to be honest. And um, that's where that thing came from. I listened to this marketing podcast and um, they were analyzing. I don't remember what even, but um, the, the phrase made me emotional about having something to say. As long as you have something to say with which people can connect to. Mm -hmm there will be an audience for you. Yeah. So that was really nice. And um, that's, that's about it. I have nothing uh, new in terms of games or, or music just yet, but I am looking forward very optimistically to this year, especially to seeing Spiritvox live for the very first time. I started Diablo 2 on Nintendo Switch together with my husband. That's what I'm gaming right now. And I enjoy it a lot mm. because I um, I spent hours and hours when I was a teenager with that game. So <laughs> that's really cool. Oh. And what I'm looking forward to, well... Diablo 4 maybe? Talking yeah, about? <laughs> yeah, when we talk about games, Diablo 4, Zelda. <laughs> uh, I'm Right now I'm thinking about uh, starting with Final Fantasy Crisis Core maybe, but that's been released by the end of past year, I think. Um, there will be a new Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 16. So gaming, there is a lot that I'm looking forward to. When it comes to music, to be honest, I don't know. I just had the Inflames album on my bucket list and that I already listened to right now. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to finding a lot of new stuff that I can listen to because right now um, <laughs> my ears are free. So bring up something that I can listen to. Yes, same. And talking about games, if you're listening to this podcast on release day, today, February 28th, Destiny 2 will have launched the new expansion Lightfall. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, Every time they bring out a new expansion, it's the meme of shut up and take my money. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, right now, for example, I haven't played Destiny in a while. Um, the seasonal activities right now are not the greatest. So I'm, I'm on a bit of a low phase with Destiny, but I'm sure that come the end of February, I will be back um, grinding that though. So um, yes, that's that's something that's coming out at the same time as this podcast episode and um i'll tell you how it goes on the next one or maybe the one after that perfect <laughs> so thank you for another interesting episode of the bleeding metal podcast and thank you out there for listening don't forget to subscribe or follow us on spotify and everywhere else you get 
your podcast and tell your friends. Bye. Goodbye.